Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. National Day for Truth and Reconciliation. Bob Stoffer and Brendan Escott with you. Uh, we had Robert Morin on from Chairman of Project Reconciliation joining us in the first hour of the show, uh, sharing some conversations about his journey, uh, his business career, but also uh, back in the day with Bill LaForge, uh, who started his coaching career and running programs started with the Enoch Tomahawks and then we had Golden Bears captain from Stolo First Nation Clayton Kirichenko who had a 64 point season in 72 games as a right shot puck moving defenseman he's the Bears captain this year and uh, will likely be headed to pro at the end of the year Starting next week, Kevin Weeks returns in orders now for Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction service, electrical prefabrication and solar. As we head off to the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, we did a switch. Uh, Cam Moon normally does Thursday shows, and Jack does Friday show, but we're going to flip them this week because Jack's going to be on the bird with me tomorrow, flying into Seattle from NHL Hockey and Rogers and Sportsnet, as well as the Oilers Radio Network, Jack Michaels. Hi, Jack. How are you doing? Good, Bob. How are you? Good. Uh, you know, you, you do come from the States, but you are an educated man. You often remind me of that. <laughs> but, that was an interesting juxtaposition you just came up with. Yes. You do come from the States, but you are an educated man. Yes. Have but, you met a number of illiterates from the States? No, most of them have been fairly well educated as well. Uh, uh, you just remind me that I didn't finish my degree and you did. So, uh, and I, and my response. You are, you are correct when you say you are a University of Alberta alumnus. Yes. 
is technically correct, and we're going to stick with that. Yes, well, unfortunately, I lacked the discipline at that age ever to complete anything, so I'm not surprised that it uh, resulted in this way. Today's an, today's an important day in this country, and you and me have had lots of conversations about how different cultures and different societies deal with things, but Canada's National Day of Truth and Reconciliation, and I know that, uh, you know, Treaty, Treaty 6, geez, I didn't even bring this up, uh, you know, the, the recognition of being on Treaty 6 land, and I didn't bring this up with Clayton because they announced it uh, at the start of each Golden Bears game. But we are in a time where there's, I, I think you'd agree, there's more awareness, but we got a long ways to go, don't we? Well, for sure. And, and there's, you know, some terminology that has kind of been flushed out of my system over the years, uh, you know, just just not so much what you grow up with from your household, but in literature and, and some things that you just, you know, don't think, you know, are of because until someone brings it to your attention. And, you know, quite frankly, there there is a movement out there that says, well, you, you know, we can't watch it. Well, yes, but there's also a way to get better. Uh, we're we're constantly you know evolving and uh, some of some of that has to do with language some of that has to do with literature and I, and I don't mind phasing some of that out you know once you learn how it can be interpreted or how it can be taken and uh, I think we've all been there where you know we we've, we've said something haven't realized uh, you know there there's there's subtleties uh, to the language sometimes that, you know, unless you think about it, uh, you're not able to pull it out. And I don't mind thinking about it. I, I, I don't mind trying to be better in that regard. Uh, I think it's the least we can do. Jack, when I grew up as a kid, the Hobima Hawks were in the Alberta Junior Hockey League. And I did not know until like 20. Uh, I think it was 16-17 season that Hobima had been renamed, is, I believe it's called Maskegee's. That's the proper pronunciation. I did not know that. Is that the one that came up on our broadcast? Yes. With, with the, with the uh, Musquacy, I think it's called. Uh, yeah, and I, I, did, I did not know. And, and and so I had I, I mispronounced it on the air because it it kind of fooled us and it, it as I recall it showed up on one of our uh, on one of our scoring wins at the time that right. we used to read and neither of us knew how to pronounce it and I butchered it and I you know what I in retrospect that's a perfect example Bob yep. in retrospect what I would have done now is I apologize I'm not going to attempt to pronounce this name until I put the re- put the requisite research in, and there's an example of some uh, of a mistake that I made, you know, and no one else made. I made it, you know, five or six years ago, and I attempted to pronounce something that I was not qualified to even attempt, yeah, and, I- and I shouldn't have attempted it. And that's an example of, you know, what all it takes these days is one phone. You know, you know someone who knows someone, or we know people. All it takes is one text, one email, uh, to get it right. And and if that, you know, I don't find that to be too 
taxing. I'm I'm willing to put in the work to to try to be a little bit more sensitive. And and that was an example of something that I said off the cuff and guessed when I should not have. Well, it's it's ironically, uh, you know, we ended up having that was the year that Doug Workman was our team security guy, Jack, and and he actually when he was with the RCMP was stationed uh, in and around that area. And we had so I had an extended conversation about sort of the history of uh, you know some of the unique uh, challenges that have occurred there and how and, and there's some people that to this day would say that uh, you know the RCMP has been far from perfect uh, in dealing with indigenous individuals on an individual basis and for that matter on a group basis and they're attempting to be better too so there's an illustration of that all right that's let's, let's switch focus a little bit uh, yes it is Canada's national day for truth and reconciliation but we're also attempting to uh, marry a little bit of hockey talk into it an off day today for the Edmonton Oilers and then tomorrow we know this we know Derek Ryan and Kyler Yamamoto Spokane born players I think they're chomping at the bit to play a preseason game uh, in Everett but just a thought from you on Seattle beating in the NHL and how good that's going to be for the league it's going to be a great thing for the league I had an opportunity to be in Seattle quite a bit in my formative days uh, in the minor leagues, there were, as you know, not only at one point there was a junior team, I believe, called the Tacoma Rockets, but there was also a minor pro team called the Tacoma Sabercats. And people should know, people think, well, it's, it's the Seattle airport. It's actually SeaTac. That, that airport is right between Seattle and, and Tacoma. And so you're, you're not more than 25 minutes uh, from, from one spot to another. I wouldn't call it t- Twin Cities, obviously. Tacoma is nowhere near as big as, say, a, a St. Paul as compared to Minneapolis. But you've got two relatively large markets there. Seattle is a tremendous city with tremendous people. Uh, the Pacific Northwest, as you know, particularly at this time of year, is, is just beautiful. And, you know, they are – Seattle was wronged, Bob. They were an example of a team much like the Cleveland Browns. The Seattle Supersonics should have never left. They were – they got a raw deal. And into the into the fold now comes a hockey team. They, they are hungry for sports. That's a big league city in every way. There, there, there should be four major professional sports there all day long. For me, Bob, there's no difference, you know, between Dallas having, you know, not having one of the four majors than Seattle. And I still, to this day, think it's think it's terrible that, that there's not an NBA team there because they are diehard sports fans, uh, diehard basketball, diehard hockey they love their hockey as you know the thunderbirds have been a a well-supported team for years and years now and this is going to be a home run for the national hockey league this is you know vegas for me that the jury was out a little bit because i didn't know because again a pro sports team hadn't been there and there'd been some failures at at, at the triple a level in baseball and the double a level in hockey and triple a for that matter but in this scenario Seattle's never had a failure. I'm sorry. They were they, they got a raw deal with the uh, Supersonics, and they were in a terrible park and poorly 
managed beyond belief when they were briefly the Seattle Pilots in 1969. That quickly went away, and then when they were properly funded and properly managed, you've seen, obviously, the wild success of the Mariners since 1977 when they were joined by the Blue Jays. So I've only been there once for about four days, Jack, and it was... You'll love it, and, and you loved it. You told me what a great... Oh, it was awesome. Everything's by the water. I mean, you, it's a great city with perfect natural landscaping, and you know what? You went to a University of Washington football game, and that's a that's a perfect entrance to your experience in Seattle, because I'm sure you'd agree with me, there's not a better setting that you could imagine. Well, the stadium is like, is it right on the bay or whatever? Right on the, like, it's... it's right there. I mean, you, you love it. Yeah. Right? Well, that was, and Jack, they were playing Notre Dame. Ty Willingham had coached Notre Dame. Charlie Weiss had taken over as the coach at Notre Dame. And uh, Isaiah Stanback was the quarterback for Washington. Of course, that's where Warren Moon played for uh, Don James back in the day. And Isaiah yep. Stanback, he fumbled on the one-yard line. So Notre Dame got the ball on the one-yard line. And I'm looking down at the Notre Dame. And just as a matter of interest, I was watching Brady Quinn was the quarterback. This was in the 05 season, uh, fall of 05. And Brady Kent, Quinn was having quite an animated conversation with Charlie Weiss. And Charlie Weiss pointed and said, go. And I'm like, well, surely they're just going to run the ball. And they and and they ran a play that was a naked bootleg and a throw to the tight end on their own one-yard line. And we found out that the play had been called by a kid that was uh, – uh, he ultimately passed away a few days later. But Charlie Weiss had allowed this boy – I believe the kid's name was Mandru- uh, Mandazuk or Mandruzia. They had allowed the boy to call the play. And we all, like, all the guys that went on this football trip with me through Total Sports were like, that's the greatest call we've ever seen on the one-yard line. Like, they totally fooled, uh, and they marched the ball all the way, and Notre Dame just destroyed uh, Washington in that game. And I saw Sean Alexander score four touchdowns the next day. But you happened to see him. You trumped me on Notre Dame in that 05 season, did you not, Jack? Well, I, I saw Notre Dame play USC later that year and, and lose on the famous play where uh, Matt Leinart was pushed into the end zone by Reggie Bush after they had converted a fourth and eight earlier on the drive. But, yeah, no, it, look, Seattle, Washington's going to be fantastic for our league. It's It's a fantastic sports market. This is... You know, this is not Atlanta. This is a town that loves its sports. And, you know, uh, I, I just can't wait to be there. Climate Pledge Arena, now we, we're not going to be broadcasting from there. We're going to be at Everett, which is, as you know, Bob, a great WHL facility. Uh, another real success story of hockey in the Pacific Northwest with the Silver Tips. Uh, one of my good friends and a, and a uh, prominent businessman in this community community uh alex levitt uh you know played for everett this is going to be uh, this is going to be a home run I-, I can't wait seattle i thought their unis look sharp on the road i'm sure they'll be great at home you had a sellout crowd in spokane for their preseason opener and i'm sure it'll be the same tomorrow night when we're in everett so again bring on the season uh you know le- you know i'm sure you mentioned you know borgo going back to junior but i think he he left one one final 
final good impression. Yep. I thought he was among the better Oiler forwards uh, last night. You know, even though Edmonton was a bit outmanned, I, I didn't think Xavier Borgo looked out of place at all last night. Ryan, uh, or Jack, we've got a couple texts on Ryan McLeod. Uh, come in and it's it's interesting um some people are saying you know are you a little concerned that he hasn't generated anything he's played three games now in the preseason last night he was playing with Fogel and 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 Cassian uh what are your thoughts on what we've seen out of Ryan McLeod so far you know, this is this is not a very popular word in market these days, but my comments on Ryan McLeod will be patience because his track record shows that at every level, major, junior, minor, pro, he needs some time to figure out how to score. And I'm okay with that because he skates well, and I think the defensive side of the game has improved markedly over the last year and a half, and some of the feedback we've gotten from the coaching staff in private conversations reinforces that idea, that they're more comfortable with him defensively uh, than they were a couple years ago. So, again, I'm just going by track record, and the National Hockey League is the game's highest level. So it's not major junior, it's not minor pro, but I feel like Ryan McLeod has the talent to eventually figure it out offensively at the National Hockey League level. Lest we forget, I mean, what what does he play totally? I mean, is he up to... What is he at? Including preseason, is he up to twenty games yet? Maybe. I, I, I'm not. I'm not even sure he is. And if he, that's including preseason, I'm not sure he's up to twenty games. Yeah. Yeah. No. So he's played the ten regular season and the four playoffs. So he's played and then three this year. I think he got he got like four or five preseason games in back in eighteen, if you recall. He got a long look at camp that year. So so he might he might just be at twenty or so right now. So I mean, to me, that's you know, I'm not going to say he's going to struggle score at the National Hockey League level. What I think will happen is again around the 100 game mark, he's going to start to figure it out but again his track record reveals that he typically takes some time to adjust his offensive game to the level he's at i think he'll figure it out i really do and part of it is because he could skate like nobody's business if he was slow and had trouble getting himself in the right position bob i'd be a little less bullish on ryan mcleod having said all that i think it's fair to say well jack you've always been a fan of him and that's true yeah, absolutely. Hey, Jack, just before we let you go, what do you think if he plays a full season, Zach Hyman's capable of doing in Edmonton? Well, I, if, if he plays a full season, doesn't miss any games, I think he's certainly capable of, I would say, in the neighborhood of 30 goals and 65 points. And I base that on the fact that I think he's a little bit greasier and a better passer than Pat Maroon, and I think he's got every bit the hands that Pat Maroon has. So if Pat Maroon could score 27, uh, why can't why can't Zach Hyman score 30? I know he hasn't done it yet, but I don't think Pat Maroon had scored 27 before he played with McDavid. There you have it. All right, Jack, we'll see you down on morning skate tomorrow and then on to uh, the bird to fly to Seattle and then bust into Everett. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Look forward to it. You bet. That is Jack Michaels from NHL Hockey and Rogers and the Oilers Radio Network. It is Royal Pizza, Pizza Pass, and so much more. Edmonton owned an operator for over 50 years. For a menu and a list of their 14 Edmonton area locations, go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. The staffer recommendation is the Mediterranean chicken. Again, next week, we start back with our regulars, including... Our Thursday regular, Kevin Weeks, for our friends at Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction service, electrical prefabrication and solar. As we head in to this day in Oilers history for New West Travel, we'll tell you that Jason and Dennis Laliberti, the gang at New West Travel, uh, when travel gets uh, fully open, we're going to have a couple Oilers now road trips back of the 37 feet away. I was going to say back of the 630 Ched Studios. I'm in the 630 Ched Road Broadcasting Studio. Here's Brennan Escott. 1997, the Oilers signed free agent defenseman Drake Barahowski. He played 67 games for the Oilers in 97-98. He scored 7 points in 169 penalty minutes. The Oilers then flipped him to Nashville nearly a year to the day later, along with Greg DeVries for Eric Fischel, or and, sorry, Eric Fischel, uh, for Jim Dowd and Mikhail Stelenkov. Coming up tonight, a live edition of Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on Canada's National Day for Truth and Reconciliation. What's he got shaken? You will hear from Chief Willie Littlechild as well as Eddie Steele from the Elks broadcast team and Oil Kings head coach Brad Lauer. Might have some audio from Carolina Panthers running back Chuba Hubbard. He's ready to get the start this weekend, Bob. Uh, and speaking of the Edmonton Oil Kings, the rankings have come out uh, for the upcoming major junior seri- uh, season. The Edmonton Oil Kings are ranked the number one team in the CHL. Uh, it's been... Several years. Uh, well, we haven't played a Memorial Cup in the last couple of years, but uh, the Edmonton Oil Kings are the last WHL team to win the Memorial Cup championship back in 2014 when I met Robert Morin, as he corrected me. I'd like to thank uh, the chairman of Project Reconciliation for joining us on today's ed- edition of Oilers Now, which uh, is a part of Canada's National Day for Truth and Reconciliation, as well as University of Alberta Golden Bears captain from Stolo First Nation, Clayton Kirishenko, as well as Jack Michaels for joining us. Tomorrow, Brendan Escott will have orders now for you. His guests will include Edmonton Oil Kings Director of Business Operations, Daniel Troiani. For the horses and horse racing Alberta, Sportsnet's Mark Spector and Oilers radio play-by-play voice, one of the two, Mooner, Cam Moon. We'll talk a little bit about the Oilers and a little bit about the uh, start of the Oil Kings regular season at Rogers Place tomorrow night with the Red Deer Rebels. 
special thank you to you, the listener, for participating in today's edition of Oilers Now on Canada's National Day for Truth and Reconciliation. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Kevin Robertson, followed by a best of Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3, and then a best of 6.30 Chad's Afternoons with Jay Lynn Nye. So long, everybody. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.